Welcome to Healthcare Callings, the podcast where we call healthcare workers from around the world to learn about the story and the field they work in. My name is Austin Thompson. I'm a registered nurse, currently working in the emergency department, and I'm a huge advocate for exploring all of the opportunities that healthcare can provide. My guest today is Andre Thompson. Uh, so, uh, hey, Andre, how are you doing today? Doing all right. How are you feeling? Very good. So, Andre, can you tell me a little bit about what your job title is and then um, where you work in the hospital? My job title is Project Tech. I work in EVS, Environmental Services. And, um, my job title is to strip and wash floors, auto scrub them, buff them, dust mop them, mop them, scrub out rooms, and that's about it. All right. So uh, it sounds like you're kind of the floor expert for the hospital. Yes, sir. Do you cover the whole hospital or just parts of it? The whole hospital. All right. So, yeah, it sounds like you're a busy guy because I've seen those floors and they can get pretty dirty sometimes. Oh, yes, they can. (laughs) So, Andre works at the hospital I work at in Cincinnati here. And I see him from time to time running around in the middle of the night, making sure, you know, we're not looking like a pigsty or anything. So, his work is very much appreciated. Can you kind of tell us a little bit more about um, what like a typical night might look for uh, look like for you, what you'd be doing and kind of the the jobs or duties that you have on rotation? Sure, we will. Uh, well, for starters, uh, we have to come up with a game plan when it comes to these floors because the traffic and we know we got to work around you nurses as far as yourself, Mr. Austin there. And uh so that's one of the main important things about doing floors. I know when people see throughout the night, it may look easy because we're doing it, but we more uh, try to be more cautious of what we're doing when we're working with the nurses and patients because we don't want nobody to hurt themselves, don't want nobody to fall or anything like that. So safety is one of the biggest things on my ends before I even start a, a job doing floors. I look at the scene. That's why you see me a few times. I walk around and check out the traffic, check out the scene, talk to everybody, and letting I talk and I talk to the head person in any of these areas in this hospital to let them know what I'm gonna be doing in the time frame. So once I got that down packed, then I'm that's when I start my uh, agendas, my daily duties, my daily things that I want to get done throughout the hospital and in the, and in the ER area as well. So that's one of the biggest things on my end with that. And uh, and the biggest thing I love to do the most is really wax floors. But I know it's a process of waxing floors. You have to strip them first and detail them and uh, get all, make sure all the dirt is up off the floor. Because like you said uh, earlier, the piggyback off of that, it, the floors get real dirty. And they're very germy, especially being in a uh, hospital facility. So we have to uh, make sure we really scrub it up. Every dirt, every mark, do you lay some nice coat of wax and make it clean and just maintain? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so important. You know, in a lot of places, it might just be a nice kind of uh, a nice thing to have clean floors. Uh, but I got to say, in the emergency department and the hospital, uh, infection control is obviously a big deal. And the amount of stuff that's falling on those floors gets pretty nasty. Oh, yeah. So it's important. It's important every once in a while we scrub them down, kind of get a, a fresh start, so to speak. 
Absolutely. Like you were saying, you try to stay out of everybody's way, but I got to say, every time the patients see you working, I've always gotten really good feedback. They're excited to see somebody taking care of the place. And they always say that you're doing such a great job and you really, it looks like you really care about your work. So, I mean, appreciate that. I appreciate y'all and the patients because that's why I do it. You know, I don't do it just because I love the job. I do it because I love other people and I would really like people to see the difference, the change, you know, and that's what I'm about change. And that, in that area there, it needed a real big change and it's still progressing, but I'm about, I like seeing things new. So I'm, I'll just be happy to be excited about it and the patients. I think that's so important. I mean, no matter what you're doing in the hospital, at the end of the day, you are uh, part of the patient care team and the patient experience. And that's, you know, so important. It is. So how did you get into this job? Did you start, you know, did you start out of high school or how did you find the hospital and find the EVS team? Well, <laughs> I, started, I started out in the nursing home. That's where I came from doing floors, nursing homes, before I could enter any hospitals. It was nursing homes. And, uh, and like, I said, like I said earlier about the traffic, that's how, that's how I know how to deal with traffic because nursing homes are a lot different. But that's where I came out doing. I came out started as a housekeeper originally. Just cleaning rooms and cleaning bathrooms and the uh, residence rooms in the nursing home. Then my cousin uh, wanted to be my supervisor and um, at the uh, last nursing home facility that I was at some years back. And he showed me the way of how to uh, do floors. And I really thank him for that. And ever since then, I just ran with it. Like, ever since then, ever since the nursing home, I never left floors. So did you have to do any special training or was this something that was available to you, you know, out of high school or something like that? No, this was just hands-on straight on the job I was at. I, it actually got thrown to me more than trained. It's like, here you go. On top of that, he showed me a little bit. And me, I'm more of a watcher. That's how I learn. I watch. So you show me one time and I got you. I pretty much gather from there. So it ain't take too much training on my behalf to do this stuff. The training on my end where it comes in at me just constantly doing it and watching other people that's experienced. Yeah, I think that's important though. Uh, it's it's good to know that there's jobs in hospitals and in the healthcare system that you can you can find your way into without having to commit to six or eight years of school because I think that scares a lot of people away. Yes, it does. It really does. It scares a whole lot of people away. This is more of a hands-on type of program. You already didn't have to go to no schooling to do these things and I'm going to add this in here. Uh, now I am working on my side business here and I, I just now started to lay towel and I learned how to lay carpet. Now I am getting trained on that. I will tell you that. And that's now. And uh, right now I'm in a place right now in this trailer place where we ran, we pulling up carpet to lay towel. So I've been doing, I've been laying towel for probably about a year now. And it's very not, it's a very fun job. Now, I did get trained on to do that. Let me add it in there. That's awesome. And those skills are needed everywhere. I mean, hospitals, all sorts of, you know, construction, other facilities, things like that. Super important. It is. So what other, you said you work for EVS, which is what we call, you know, environmental services. What, what other, uh, I guess, trades fall under that category or that department of environmental services? You know, what are your coworkers like? Hmm. They, they really, uh, you know, we got the housekeepers. Uh, we got Xenex team. Uh, then we got, of course, we got our management. So uh, everything is in chain of command because 
we got to wait for the house strips to clean the room and get Xanax by the Xanax team or for us to do the floors. So it's all it's all it's all the one. So we all work together as a team. They everybody works hard in our department. Uh, and I really like that. It's a real big teamwork, and we get the job done and what is needed. And, and for everybody listening, I'll say that a Xenex is a uh, machine. It does ultraviolet light sterilization, and you know they're little carts you push around, and they you know zap the the room. We've been using them a lot this year because of COVID. Oh yes. Yeah. So you know, for a typical process, and a lot of people don't think about this, but um, once we have a patient in a room. And they get discharged or they go upstairs to one of the the nursing units. We pull everything out and we put all of the linens, so the the bed sheets, towels, gowns, and everything um, into a cart. And those end up getting washed by a whole other department. We we clean everything with bleach. So the nurses or the ED techs will do that. And then we will Xenex or we'll have the Xenex team come down and do about a 10 minute like UV sterilization process. Mm-hmm. At that point, we'll do, uh, we'll put new linens in and get the room kind of ready for the next patient. And, and in, that, in the meantime, EVS, so environmental services will come in, they'll mop, they'll replenish the sharps containers, the paper towels, anything that we use. So it's a real, like you said, it's a real team effort, even on the clinical side. Uh, if our rooms aren't getting cleaned, we can't use them. Uh, that's, you know, that's not safe. We got to make sure they're clean and sterilized if necessary in between, or I guess not sterilized, but Xenex in between uses, especially with COVID going around these days. Oh, yes. And that's right. And that's where we come in at to help out the hospital. So that's why EVS is so important. Every, everybody position from nurses, from your, from your nurses, the ED techs, PCAs, Security guards, every position in the hospital is very important. But the biggest, but it's nothing without the cleaning. Because if you don't got no cleaning, if you don't got no cleaning, nobody doing floors. It's like, like I mean, how can you have patients in here? Because they're not going to be in no dirty uh, environment or uh, facility. So we all play our parts, man, in my opinion, for the whole hospital, man. Nurses, PCAs, everybody got a position here, and it's all important. We all report to the patients. Yeah, and they like to see it. You know, they don't want to see blood on the floor when they come in, that's for sure. So uh, a few weeks ago, I actually talked to Antonio Young. So he does the environmental health with the city of Cincinnati. And he talked about the kind of the same concepts, but at the public health scale. So, you know, it's great if we have hospitals and everything, but if patients or people are living in unsafe houses that are full of lead and asbestos and we don't have clean drinking water it doesn't matter how good your hospital is and i think that same concept really applies here you know it doesn't matter if your surgeon is really good if your you know operating room is dirty your patient's still going to get sick you got to start at the you got to start at that environmental component before you you know build on it and that's super important and then they part of us, you know, and it's good to have them had that EBS staff there, environmental staff there that make sure we're doing our job correct. They're the ones that train us and take us through training videos of properly know how to clean a room. And, uh, and I'm going to speak on the housekeeper perspective. When they mop out a room with a flat, with a uh, fiber mop, they're supposed to change it every three rooms. 
So that is the rule using the fiber mod. It's a uh, change of every, every three rooms because any other room, it'd be germ after germ after germ. Because you want to keep swarming around dirt and germ. So, <laughs> so what you do is you dispose that and use a brand new one. So that's part of the environmental service team there. So that's very important for us. Even to the four, even to the four um, uh, team, we get trained on certain things um, in hospitals. Just to know how to work at a facility or how they run things. That's where the training comes in at our behalf. What equipment to use and what pads, different pads to use for floors. Uh, what machines to use in certain areas. So it's very important to have that staff that's over us, that trains us to really do a job properly for the uh, hospitals and for the patients. So I really appreciate that. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't think nothing of that. And they they really important. And I think it's it's interesting, you know, I don't know that they fall under environmental services or EVS, but there's a lot of other staff in the hospital that play a role in infection prevention and keeping things clean. Um, there's a, a whole department called central processing or sterile processing. They're the ones who make sure all the surgical equipment or implement, you know, implements things are, are sterilized for use. The laundry facility, nobody ever sees them. They're in the basement somewhere. And that's where we at. We, uh, the EVS staff, we down there. So we always see them. <laughs> My opinion on the, on the uh, profession part, I believe everybody in their own department has their own probably inspector. I mean, sure everybody doing their job. I believe that's a whole hospital. Yeah. This, I think they got profession teams that come out for the whole hospital. But I believe in... Uh, and every individual uh, department got their own profession as far as uh, checking to see if everybody doing their job right in the department. Because I know we do. I know we do. Yeah. So there's a, a bunch of people who play a role in this. A lot of this falls under the umbrella of infection control or uh, patient experience, all of which are super important these days. So it's, you know, it's good that everybody's working together for that same goal. It surely is. Say, I know we've been talking about this, but it's it's so important. And something I always want to talk about on this podcast is how does this fit into health outcomes? And, you know, I know we already touched on this, but in order for a patient to recover and to feel better, part of that is being in a safe environment and a environment that makes them feel good. So I know I've seen patients who uh, I've had either having a bad day but they see you out there waxing the floors and they're like, man, it's so good to see somebody doing that, like doing a good job. And then the shores, the, the floors are all shiny and they like to see that. It makes them just feel better about it. Just like when you, you know, make your bed or clean your room or tidy up your house. Finally, everything looks fresh and new and it makes you feel better. And I, I'm glad you said that point there because that, and uh, I told my boss this uh, a few months ago. When you first, especially main entrance ways like ER, the first floor, uh, sanity surgery, any new areas where is where entries is, that's the first people look at when they come through a door. And it makes them like, wow, they really care about the hospital. Like the floors look nice and clean and shining. Like, wow, this, this is like a real good place to be. That's, I think that's so key. I mean, people spend a lot of money or hospitals spend a lot of money making sure their entryway looks great. So when you come to our hospital, the new entryway, it's got 
white kind of marble or stone floors and these big glass windows and that looks great but if it's not shiny or clean it's certainly nobody's going to be impressed that's why i like doing what i do because i, I like people to see the first impression like wow this really look like a clean place to uh get get seen that and get my treatment at, of carrot and then when you got clean environment top on nice workers they make any patient feel good that's and this big goes like what i said every department plays a part in the hospital just to make the patient patient feel uh welcome so that's why I, that's and, that, and that's why i love to do what i do because and that's why i love you guys down there man because we all work together yeah so what, if somebody was interested in working in the hospital or trying to get a job with EVS, what's one piece of advice you'd give them as they were starting out? Be humble. That's one of my main things I tell people. Be humble and learn. Learn the people. Learn the work. Learn the area, especially, especially in housekeeping. They put you in the area. You gotta, and this will be your area permanently. Learn that area. Learn the people that work in that area. Well, the area need, and then you got it from there, man. Then your it should make your job performance much easier. But uh, my advice I give to people that want to work EBS, don't come, don't come in the door like you gonna have it all down packed in one day. Come in the door, see what you, what she gonna put you. Come in the door, see what you gonna be doing, and you should be good to go. I think that's actually really important too, because each department has uh, different needs. So I will say like one of the things that we go through a lot of in our, in the emergency department are sharps containers. You know, we are starting IVs and drawing blood probably tenfold more than any other department. Those, those fill up really quickly for us and it makes it unsafe for us to do our job when they're full. So the, the, you know, the EVS staff that I love are the ones who recognize that and are really proactive about replacing those and making sure we have empty ones. Um, Cause then we don't have to have, needles like crammed in there or anything like that and it just makes it safer and more hygienic for everybody so like you see yeah that's such a good point it's just know the needs of of where you're working and and adapt you have to because you can't just come in and start doing your own thing they don't know and don't know how people don't know how the uh other co-workers operate and that's why we, uh, when i first uh got the area in the er that's what i did mm-hmm. and uh, i really learned how People working like I know uh, when I first came down there, uh, Doctor Perez, he's giving me a signal about that machine, you know, because it is a little loud, you know, and I, I do admit that. So I try my best my ability to have it quiet. So after I learned that, I learned to say. So when I see, I beat him to the punch now. When I see him on the phone, I just turn it off. He give me thumbs up like thank you, and then uh, once he's done on the phone, he give me a signal like you going right on here, and I turn it back on the same. So that's what I'm saying, man. You got to really learn. Just come in, try to do your own thing. You'll mess up every time. So, what's the what's your favorite part of your job? Could be anything. It could be, uh, you know, nice shiny floors or interacting with people. Whatever, whatever you get joy out of. All of the above, man. Because I'm just a joyful person anyway. And Austin, you see, Austin, you see that every night. <laughs> <laughs> you see that every single night. Oh yeah. So that's that's all of the above. I think that's a good attitude, especially in healthcare. You can have pretty bad days, so it's good to stay positive. Oh yeah, you have to, cause hey, we hey, and, and I'm saying this on the video. We all come through the door, have our little mopey days. But me, but but once we get motivated and get to work on, it leaves. Especially for me, cause that's just not my uh, personality, man. I don't think be all mopey. 
And then, you know, people depends on somebody like myself to have that, to have that much joy, to, to have that much joy. So when they see somebody else happy, it, it makes them happy. Because um, I goes off energy, and I don't know what people go through. So that's why I'm so joyful like that. So they see somebody, somebody having a bad day, but they see me come past. Uh, they're like, wow, this man really happy. <laughs> and I know how it is. Y'all guys really work hard down there, man. That's why I do what I do for y'all down there. You laugh, crack a joke, or hold a conversation or anything. Because y'all guys work hard. You know, so I really, I really admire that and I really respect that, man, because y'all really care about Y'all really, y'all really, your heart is really in what y'all doing. Hey, y'all motivate me. <laughs> I got to be honest, y'all do. I don't, I don't come there and strap every day, but y'all motivate me. Like, man, they work hard. So let me work hard. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate it. You do always bring some smiles down there, and some days we need it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I already know. That's the, that's the ER right there. I already know y'all do. And I appreciate it. Speaking of jokes, sounds like you have a good joke related to your job. So let's hear it. Well, I ain't gonna never forget. It's not this, not here at this hospital, but uh, remember I told you uh, that my cousin uh, was a supervisor. So when I say he threw me out there and didn't train me or anything, how to use this side by side. A side by side is what we strip and wax with. It moves side to side and it's very fast. And uh, we just they just had put up drywall. This is a nursing home. They just had put up drywall. Everything is paid in this resident room. And he's like, you want to learn how to do before? I'm looking at him like, no, I ain't never did that before. <laughs> he's like, well, here, just hand it to me. I'm like, what to do? Now click that bad baby. You don't knock the whole hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a whole hole. And the administrator had an administrator, had my, my cousin. And they looking at me like, what did you do? I'm looking at them crazy in place like, I don't know. So I had to put, and I was sliding out on stripper, fell out in the strip. It was a mess. <laughs> it, it was funny now, but it, it went, they laughed at me, but yeah, I messed up real bad. So yeah, definitely not one of those things that seems funny at the time. <laughs> yeah. Now I know what I'm doing. I can laugh at it, but it was funny back then. I mean, I had, I told, I messed up my, you know, my uh, uniform and everything. It was a mess. <laughs> Like, yeah, I really paid for that. I'm like, well, this could be my fault. I'm like, he just threw this to me. Like, well, I don't care. <laughs> like, all right. At least it was your cousin, so you know you know where to find him later. That's, that's about the funniest thing. Like, I remember the most about doing fours in that situation there. And I tell a lot of people, I had to be there to see it. They laugh about it every time I tell people about this. But you have to really be there to see that. Like, in action, me just spinning around the circles. Put the side by side with me wrapped up in the core, five mile stripper, and bust a hole in the wall. <laughs> so that's a lot. It is. All right. So before we, we head out for the day, is there anything, any final thoughts you want to add? Oh, man. I just tell everybody whoever in this video trying to see, trying to do a thing in their life, go get it. If that's what you like doing, make that out of a business. There's so many people you see in this world make this little thing out of a business. That's why I like watching that show Duck Dynasty, man, because they just, they made money out of making duck calls, and they they millionaires. So that's, that's my that's my advice, and that's my little final thought there. They think you good at that, wherever your craft is. Flooring, doing floors is my craft. So uh, that's why I expect to make my money at, on that craft in there. So wherever your craft is, 
don't care if you're a hairdresser. I don't care if you're a nurse. I don't care if you make headphones, paint, wherever your craft is, make that your money. But do it out of love, too, as well. That's all I got. I think that definitely makes things a little more enjoyable, that's for sure. Oh, yes. Especially when the money rolling in. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. Oh, you're welcome, man. Got a good insight into a little different part of the healthcare system. And, you know, something I think is unfortunately overlooked, but is, is like we talked about, critical to everything else that we're doing. So thank you. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you, Austin, man. I really appreciate being on this video, which I really do. All right. Have a good one. You too, man. Healthcare Callings is an AA career prep production hosted by Austin Thompson and edited by Andrea Edmond. You can follow Healthcare Callings on Instagram at Healthcare Callings Pod or on Twitter at Health Callings. For any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email us at austin at aacareerprep.com.